These are the words of the samurai and haiku master, Mizuta Masahide, who lived towards the end of the 1600s and the beginning of the 1700s. He writes, Barns burned down. Now I can see the moon. We have lost so much. Just yesterday, we celebrated the life of Jim Sugarman. I remember visiting Jim in his last days, sharing the blessing of the holy water that we create together every year in our water ingathering. Water combined from all of your holy places water from us all. And I remember his little grandson nestled in the hospital bed with him, all calm, after having just been bouncing and boisterous with his dad, now placid with his grandpa, who lay dying. In those last moments, We gave thanks for all that he had seen, for all he had done, for his life. We bless our dying folks with the same blessing we use to bless our babies, just with gratitude. And on some level, it seemed like just moments before, but it was the whole span of the pandemic that I had been with Rebecca Henke in the hospital, sharing the same blessing this just days before the hospital stopped letting folks visit. This has been a long time of loss. The patterns of our lives, months and years with our families, so many dead. The barns burned down. Now we can see the moon. Kevin Kling was born without the use of one of his arms and then in a motorcycle accident lost the use of his other arm. He is a storyteller and a wise person, an author and a poet, and he was on a wonderful episode of On Being with Krista Tippett, which I commend to you the whole episode. But he's telling the story when he says, I mean... Part of it is in a poem that I wrote that when you are born with a loss, you grow from it. But when you experience a loss later in life, you grow toward it. You have to become a person that you aren't yet. You're still the old person, but now you have to grow into the next person you will be. In the poem he speaks of, he says, one day you'll round a corner. Your path is shifted. In a blink, something is missing. It's stolen, misplaced, it's gone. Your heart, a memory, a limb, a promise, a person, your path, as though channeled through a spectrum, is refracted and has left you pointed in a new direction. 
Just recently, I was talking with someone who is an avid journaler. I also write, though less often during the pandemic. But there comes a moment when I finish a journal and I look back at the beginning of the journal. And just recently, I finished one. I looked back to the beginning and it was pre-pandemic, January, February, as all of this was beginning. It's hard to remember the days before all we thought we were going to be doing, all the things which seemed so important back then. And then the great plates shift and all is turned upside down. The poet continues, to survive, we must return to our senses. Touch, taste, smell. We must let our spirit guide us, our spirit that lives in breath. Now when you're born into loss, you grow from it. But later in life, you grow toward it. And this, to me, is the found in the lost and found. Somehow, amidst all this loss, amidst all this pain and all this uncertainty, amidst this challenge and stretch and strain, we are coming together. We are remembering what is most important. We are finding a way through. Later in the same story, he talks about rehab from that accident. He says he was in rehab when 9-11 happened, and that launched him into a period of post-traumatic stress. During the recovery, he had to take an elevator down to the bottom floor every day and try to walk half a block. It was his job. And he walked his half a block, and that's when Mary, his wife, met him in the lobby, and she brought an apple for him. He says, I hadn't, food had no taste, so I was losing a lot of weight. And she said, just take a bite for me. So I took a bite and flavor. That was the day it came back, and the sweetness came in, and when the sweetness hit my tongue, I started to cry, and I was flushing out all the antibiotics and the toxins that I had. I hadn't cried in years, and my eyes were burning, and the sweetness in my mouth, it just felt good to be alive. And I remember thinking, thank you, thank you, thank you that I lived. And in that moment, my prayers shifted to thanks. And so... Here, in this rubble, in the wake of all that we have lost, and in the light of all that we are finding, here is our invitation. On the way in, chances are you got two little circles of paper. On one, you're invited to write something you've lost, And on the other, something you have found or are finding. We also have markers that hopefully you got. There's more in the upper gathering hall 
and there are tape there so you can tape your circles to the windows. We ask that you don't tape to the walls because it's fancy, fresh paint. And you can go around reading what others wrote from the nine o'clock service and your friends here. Allow yourself to sit with this question. Feel free to have more circles. We have lots. And know that together here, in the midst of this loss, in the midst of this finding, know that these apples, that this presence, that this moon rising is a blessing. When I first heard that haiku many years ago, the image of the smoldering remains of the barn and the bright full moon rising behind it blossomed in my mind and has never left. No one would wish for us these challenges before us. No one would wish for us this loss. But here we are with just this moon and just these apples. Amen.